There's like a puppy party at our house right now. Yeah, there is. Puppy party. Puppy party. Woo-woo. Who yeah. wants a puppy party? Fucking your kitchen did not. <laughs> Damn! I don't know why your dog, Hank, taught my dog, Chip, how to splash water all over its belly. From the bowl. Mm Mm-hmm. It's cool on their belly. It's a disaster in my kitchen, though, and Hank does it so that it, like, splashes up to the ceiling. Like, it's impressive. It's honestly, yeah. Like, every part of the kitchen is a splash zone when that dog is thirsty. Yeah. Hey, he doesn't do it at our house. Who is that? Is that Hank? It's gotta be Hank. He's like, fuck, I want in there. (laughs) I heard you say my name. I wish he would just sit in here with us. I know, right? But he won't. No, he'll get into everything. Oh, man, this whole place is like a china shop. Yeah, and And he is a bull. (laughs) Yeah, he will be a goddamn disaster. He's like a caterpillar. He's like, or like a potato. Uh, Those are two different things. (laughs) Wait. Okay, I'm ready to listen. Put on your listening ears. Okay, you have my attention. Okay, I was thinking caterpillar because he's like, I don't know, like an inchworm or something. Like, he's, from the top, he just looks like one shape, right? Yeah. And then I was like, potato, because he's, like, fatter than he is long now. Not really, but it looks like it. Weird that you're going for body shape here. That I'm judging my dog by body shape? Well, I thought you were going to go for, like, he's just a spaz, and then you were like, caterpillar, oh. and I'm like, those are not destructive. No, no, I guess that's... potato just, definitely like, is not <laughs> destructive <laughs> at all, unless it's a hot potato. Potatoes could be pretty <laughs> destructive. You could uh, put them in potato guns. He's a potato out of a potato gun. Yeah, he most certainly is. Anyway, so if you guys are listening and there's a bunch of dog barking throughout this entire episode, I'm really sorry, but I legitimately have six dogs at my house today. Two of them are mine. Yeah, and I'm watching yours, and then I'm watching Darcy's two dogs, and then mm-hmm. I have two dogs. That is six dogs. And they're and not they're, small. None of them are small. No, they're all massive, and um, there's no contain. There's no stopping their barking. So this is my public service announcement of I'm sorry. P.S.A. <laughs> yeah. Is that your goddamn, too, is that you're watching six fucking dogs? No, I actually don't mind it. I have a different goddamn you. Are you ready for it? Yes. So you know how I'm the gross one? Uh-huh. And I have a history of eating terrible things in Bombay. Oh, no. Yeah, Jeez, something bad Stacey, happened. Something I, bad happened. What? It's happened? not my fault. This is not my fault. This is I not don't my go fault with you one time. I was going to tell it to you in the order in which it happened to me, but I don't really know. So okay. here's how I found out. How mm-hmm. about that? Yesterday, we had we got back from Bombay really early in the morning, and my oldest son had a soccer game at 10 a.m. Oh so God. that's how early we left. We left at like 6 in the morning to get to his soccer game at 10 a.m. Yeah. I was the only one who did not toss all my cookies and who was able to drive and still surviving because I have been bred for Bombay. Like, I know mm-hmm. how to make it the next day. Mm-hmm. Push through. Yep. So we get to the game in time. I luckily got to squeeze in like a quick shower, like the quickest shower Ooh. I ever took. Yeah. But at least I washed off Bombay. And then I'm sitting at the game and I'm so hungry and we have a bag of goldfish and I'm just fucking getting down on these goldfish. Give it to my baby boy too because he's hungry and he loves goldfish. And I'm eating the goldfish. He had stopped by this point. He's watching fucking the phone or whatever. And I'm eating the goldfish and I pull out a hair out of my mouth and it's like the size of my kid's hair. And I'm like, Oh, that's kind of gross, but whatever. And then I keep going. Stop. Aaron, I keep going. And I I pull out what looks like a pube. It had to be a pube. There's no other. It was that shape. You know? You know the kind of hair. Yeah, it's real thick. And I was like, that's suspicious as fuck. That's not normal. And then I look in the bag. And there's so much dirt and like dust bunnies and hairballs. Why? And I was it a trash bag? I almost threw up. 
Well, the night before, Lee was smashed and I had the goldfish in the bed because I was like, I, you know, you yeah. know the rules. Yeah. You got to put some food on the belly before you go to bed. Yeah. And I was getting down on him and I think he like pulled the blankets back or something and the goldfish flew everywhere. <gasps> no. Motherfucker put the goldfish back in the bag from the floor. No. Yes, Aaron, he did. Who does that? What kind of psycho does that? What there, house were you at? Uh, the animal house. No. In the Heaven's Gate room. No. Aaron, I'm not okay. No. I almost threw up. Oh, I'm going to throw up. I almost threw up. And then I yeah, I chewed Lee out so bad. I was like, why the fuck would you put him back in there? And he was like, I was drunk. I'm like, yeah, but like toss him in the trash or something. Like, why would you put him back in the bag and then put the bag back with our shit? In the car. Like, we got to bring all this home. Oh, my God. And I was so excited because it was in the trunk of the car. And I was like, oh, good. Thank God we have something to eat. Yeah. 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 I ate somebody else's pube. It has to be a pube. Either that or armpit hair or something. It was Stacey. And it even had like the follicle at the end. Stop. You know, like when it's like the white thing at the end. I don't know, but it was all under the bed and shit that I, like, he, I helped him scoop up the goldfish too, but I like threw my shit in the trash. Oh my God. He was God. pretty drunk. Oh my God. I wish I would have known. Yeah. That's not good. I'm not okay. I almost threw up. My mother-in-law was sitting next to me when I realized what had happened. And I was like, I'm going to puke. And she's like, oh, that's so gross. And I'm like, no, no, I literally might puke. Like, I was not. I was already hungover and shit. Yeah. Mixing somebody else's random ass pube and, like, the dust bunnies from the floor of a place that is, like, atomic oh. wasteland. At uh, least it wasn't intentional on your part. No, no, no. Honestly, yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. you weren't like, fuck yeah, floor goldfish. Oh, no, I would not. That is where I draw the line. I yeah, would not that. eat anything off the floor purposely out there. You realize the crickets landed on the floor. But it took an ice bath first. Okay. That kills everything? I, that was not one of my sounder decisions. But, okay. like, if I dropped something <laughs> on the floor, I wouldn't be like, mm, let me just continue eating this apple. Just rinse it off. It's, like, gone. Mm-mm. Yeah. I don't even, I wouldn't eat the pizza crust that touched the tables there. <sighs> but for some reason, I would in Vegas. You know what? I don't know if I would. I don't know. Um, it's not good, though. How gross is that? That's There was a full-ass fucking dust bunny, like a gray ball of dust. That is so disgusting. And so many hairs. Like, it's a miracle I <sighs> ate that many before finding two. And the first one, I was even like, that's really gross, but it's probably just my kids. Yeah. And he he was literally in my lap with his head, like, by my mouth. Yeah. So I was like, oh. You could have just munched it right off. Yeah. yeah. No, it was somebody else's hair. The pube got me, though, because I was like, no, this is not familiar. <laughs> This isn't, my kids don't have these yet. <laughs> Nobody in my family has these ones. <laughs> not good. Oh, God. Not good. Oh, not a God. good look. Yeah. I may or may not have had somebody else's pube. For sure, body hair. What if in you my get mouth. genital crabs in your mouth? I mean, I got to think or that it's STD. been there for so long that nothing's alive. Does stuff die like that? I think so. Like chlamydia? Yeah. Or like like a it's got to die eventually, warts? right? I don't know. How Pretty long has sure. it been there? The night before? Has to have been longer. It was under the bed. I'm just assuming I don't really know where it came from. I'm telling myself anything that I have to to feel better. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to need some penicillin stat, guys. Jesus, right? You, yeah. I have some antibiotics. <laughs> I might need it. <laughs> oh, my God. just happened yesterday, so the jury's still out on if I'm going to live. Uh, Super gross, right? Yeah. I'm not okay, guys. I'm oh, not my okay. God. I'm not okay. Yeah. No, you're not. Yeah. You're probably harboring... A lot of little fucking parasites. Yeah. Yeah, it's not good. Body fugitives. No. It's not. I don't also, this is something that like, I think normally if, it, if I didn't have a podcast, it would have happened and I would have told no one. Yeah. Yeah. But since you have a, an audience of a, a thousand people. I'm like, like, guess what I fucking did? How horrifying. How horrifying. Ugh. That is gross. I hope they were clean body hairs. Yeah. 
You know how everything in Bombay is really clean? Mm-hmm. I think it's yeah. like that. They were they were fine. Everything's fine. Especially like an armpit hair. Ugh. Like I want it to be an armpit hair more than any other hair. Yeah. Maybe a nipple hair. Oh, a nipple that, hair sounds that clean. That would have been a wild nipple hair. It was long. Well, the 80s is making a comeback. Yeah. 70s? I guess. What, I don't what know. Era was that? I'm hoping Burt it was Reynolds. an armpit hair. <laughs> But even then, I don't know if that's better out there because you're sweating all the time. Maybe I'm not quite hair. sure which kind of hair I want it to be. But it was 100% a pube. It was kinky as fuck. Oh, God. No. Yeah, it was wiry. Oh, no. In my mouth. Oh, no. <laughs> anyway. Oh, no. Can we talk about something else before I vomit? Yeah. So, my goddamn. I'm sorry that you went through that. And I'm sorry for all of your mental fucking strife. It's okay. I'll make it through. I that's... go to therapy. Yeah. <laughs> Are you going to tell her? <laughs> no. I, that, this is the last time I'll speak of it. <laughs> yeah, that's smart. That's it's like smart. you forget it ever happened. To the grave. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. yeah. It's probably fine. Those goldfish might still be in the back of my car. That they is... need to go in the trash. Yeah. Those need to, those need to go now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't want to look back in the bag. Oh, my God. No. Yeah. Okay. Give me your goddamn. Uh, so my goddamn is really boring. Same as last time is that I'm leaving fucking tomorrow, though. You deserve this vacation so bad. I want to be so excited about it. And, like, in theory, I'm super excited. But in reality, I think I'm so stressed out that I literally made myself sick today. Like, yeah. I just don't – I don't feel good. Ugh. And I – like I don't you're know. just not ready. You need a break from life. I do. Even fun parts of life. Even fun parts. I've been packing for two days. Oh, and God. Thank God we're leaving on like a Monday. So then yeah. I have all weekend to pack and like just do this. Yeah, you have some downtime before. Yeah. Well, by downtime, like you just said, you're not at work. So you can yeah, I'm not done. at work. So I can actually focus on doing other things, but like getting the house ready and like the fucking animals and all that kind of shit. So you're here watching my fucking dogs while you're watching someone else's dogs. I don't and care. you have your own dogs. I'm for it. Oh, I gave my baths so they're clean at least for while well, they were. You don't need to. They're going to be covered in weird shit by the yeah. time you get them back. That's fine. I'm fine with that. Yours were apparently. Who knew? I'm yeah, sorry. I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> I did. Lee, Lee was literally like, there's something like she might have a sore on her neck or something. And I was like, really? And I looked at it. I'm like, hmm, well, I'll give her a bath later. Yeah, give her a bath. She if doesn't it, mind. So I don't care. breaks apart. I hope it does. I don't know what that it's was. It's probably just drool or something. Like, they play all the time. Hank drools like a monster. Yeah. She probably rolled in the dirt and it made it mud or something. Yeah. I really am not worried. I hope it's that. Either way. I'm just I, thankful I'm... you watch my dogs. <laughs> well, I don't give a shit. She'll be fine. Yeah, I hope so. But I'm just... I don't know. I'm You're just, falling apart. But falling I hope apart. you come back so relaxed. I will. I probably will. I hope so. It's going to be fine. Everything is great. Everything is going to be fine. We're staying near the back of the boat. So you won't back into any mountains? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's that. I don't that. know the rules. I don't either. Boat. I told Brandon, like, well, I mean, if it, like, Titanic's on us, we have, like, a 50-50 shot of not being the side that goes in first, you know? Like, ah, I guess, instead of the middle. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Is that a thing for cruise ships? Do they crash a lot? No, I think you'd hurt. I think you'd hear about it. Yeah, I only know of one that sank, and that's because the pilot was an idiot or whatever. Yeah, the yeah, Captain back in the Day. Yeah, and by back in the day, I mean it was like eight years ago, maybe. And then just recently, like during COVID, like right before COVID, maybe all the fucking bathrooms on board didn't work, and nobody had like fresh water. There was like a whole fucking oh, like you were oh kerfuffle. because they made everybody stay on board. Yeah, something yeah, like that was that. something different. It You're was not like gonna a have to month or something out at sea. I don't know. It was fucking weird. Oh, I would come get you in a dinghy. Oh, thank you. Like, I'm sure I could rent one of those. Right? Do you think that they allowed, like, people with boats to, like, I'm going to get mine, though. 
I'm gonna get my friend. Uh, off. What are they gonna do? Chase you? Like, thank God. Okay. Right? Yeah. Help me know. get off of this. I don't know. Let me get in your boat that you're chasing me with. It should be fun though. Yeah, you're gonna have a blast. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited. So, and my I'm kid so is super for fucking pumped. The other one doesn't really understand what's going on. But yeah. the, that makes it so much more fun though when they love it too. Yeah. You know? He's so excited. He's like, when are we gonna go on the big boat? I'm like, oh tomorrow. He's taking everything in me to just get us there. <laughs> yeah. Like, let's just get there. And then you're gonna be like, let's lay on the bed for a minute. And they're gonna be like, I wanna see the water. Mm-hmm. And it's gonna be it nonstop. Like, yeah. But every day I'm promised a nap from my kids. So good. Hopefully. You'll get a nap. You'll hopefully have plenty happens. of drinks. Mm-hmm. 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 I'm sure somebody will smuggle something on board that you could partake in. <laughs> somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Zing. Zing. How exciting. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. I'm, I'm really excited. sad that I'm not going to be able to, like, text you. Like, I'm still going to, but, yeah. like, I'm not expecting a response back. Yeah, I don't know how that all works on Do you have roaming? I don't know. I don't fucking know. I don't know. I don't know. I'll text you if I can. Okay, good. We it. can email? Maybe do you have Wi-Fi everywhere? I don't know. Do you have my email address? I do. Okay. <laughs> we'll communicate via email. Do you have your pager? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we could just use the podcast email, too. Right. It's just write drafts. <laughs> yeah. Like, check the drafts every now and then. Oh, man. <laughs> or just send them excited. to yourself, but, like, it'll still pop up because yeah. I could see what you sent. <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe I wouldn't. Yeah. If I you think, sent yeah, it to, like, would. ISGD. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. It would still pop up. It's there. a genius plan. Yeah. Yes. But I'm pretty excited and also nervous and terrified and stressed, and I'm definitely forgetting stuff, but I'm like, it's like a whole fucking thing. Like, I don't need to bring any food. They have fucking endless food. I'm going to gain so much weight. Yes. Love I'm it. so excited for that. Yes. Yeah. Like, what Do is it? it? Fucking two in the morning, you want tacos? Yeah. Yes. Hell yeah, you do. You want pizza? Go get it. It better be, like, the best goddamn taco bar ever. I hope so. What if it's, like, gross tacos? I don't like think that's possible. White people tacos? I love white people tacos, though. Yeah. Not the same kind of taco. If you say taco bar, I'm not expecting white people tacos, but I still wouldn't be sad. I'd be like, mm, that's pretty good, too. I mean, it's just a different But Like, what if it's like the vibe. chewy meat? Oh, no. Yeah. No, I think they're supposed to be really good with food. Because like, it's the only thing to look forward to. Uh, yeah, it's like the only thing you're paying for. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I'd be so sad if I was stuck on a boat with shitty ass food. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When we went to Jamaica for our honeymoon, mm-hmm. the food was good, but it wasn't, like, stellar because it was all-inclusive. Yeah. It wasn't, like, super—I got tired of it. Like, oh, I don't want pizza again. I don't want whatever because it's, like, three things in each, quote, restaurant. Yeah. By the end of it, I was like, I just want a fucking can of Pringles and <laughs> ice water because there's no ice out there. Oh, no. Really? Yeah. Well, it's so hot. Everything melts. That's the point of the ice, to make it fucking cold. Oh, but it made it just, like, room temperature because it was so hot. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. By the time I got on the airplane, I was like, all I want is ice water. And I got a cup of ice water. And then Lee, like, turned and spilled all of my (gasps) ice water in my lap. And I didn't get the ice water. I was so mad. I was like, we just fucking got married and I want to kill you. (laughs) (laughs) This is not good. You are so close. This is not good. Should have fucking left him in Jamaica. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) All right. Well, goddamn. Goddamn. Have fun. Thanks. You're welcome. All right. Are you ready for my case this week, Erin? I am. Okay, good. Because you should be. If you weren't, I would tell it to you anyway. Oh, yeah. To my unwilling ears. Yes. And you just have to deal about it. Mm -hmm. Deal about it. Deal with it. So this week, I'm going to tell you about Denise Hollowell. Hollowell? Hollowell. All right. In July of 2019, Denise Hollowell worked as a teacher in Marion County in Iverness, Florida. (laughs) <laughs> I, I think we just witnessed her have a stroke. I don't know why I wanted to say Colorado so bad. Iverness. 
That was such a weird reaction. <laughs> that was good. Florida. Florida. Got it. She was a mother of two adopted children, one who was Carlos Hollowell, and he was 17 in 2019, and Angel, who was 15. Oh, look at her. I know. That's so nice. She adopted Carlos when he was four from Guatemala, mm-hmm. and for the majority of his childhood, he had an excellent life. He was a really good kid in school and all of that stuff, until about the age of 11, when he started to experiment with drugs and alcohol. 11. I know. That's super young, right? Damn. Her second son, Angel, he was adopted from Honduras, and allegedly he had a bit of a troubled childhood. Mm-hmm. And this caused Denise problems on and off. But just something to mention here is that Denise, her best friend, says that Denise told her that the reason she wanted to adopt Angel is so that Carlos would have a big brother experience. So it wasn't so much that she wanted another son, but that she wanted Carlos to have a, a younger brother. Okay. Kind of interesting, but okay. Yeah. You know, just, Weird reasoning. Just something to keep in mind. Yeah. Like, even her best friend was like, uh, is that a good reason to have a son? To have a whole ass person? Yeah, that, that you shouldn't actually it? love him. Yeah, like... <laughs> Which, maybe she did, but... Maybe you know. she did, but, yeah. like, you should want him, I think. Yeah, like a weird way to I think my friend that. Sarah said that. I was like, oh, but your kid will be, like, a, you know, single kid or whatever if you don't have another one. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but I yeah. was just like, oh, you know, the, we like it for our kids to play with each other. And she was like, I'm not going to have another kid for him. And I was like, that's a really good answer. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. sorry for saying that. Yeah, I don't know why I said that out loud. <laughs> yeah, the, the fact that you put it that way, I'm like, yeah, that's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I felt that way. <laughs> So Angel started to have trouble, like, as soon as he joined the home, and he started to misbehave, and Denise was really disappointed that Carlos wasn't getting that experience that she had hoped for. So how old was Angel when she adopted him? I don't know, but Carlos was four when she adopted him. Mm -hmm. I don't know when she adopted Angel. In 2016, at the age of 12, Angel ends up running away from home, and I believe that Denise called the police to help find her son, like, hey, my 12-year-old fucking ran away. Can you help find him? Yeah. And they eventually do. And when they return Angel to the home, they're horrified to find his living conditions because Angel's room had, like, a deadbolt on the door. And when you opened the door, there was an inflatable mattress on the floor with a bucket for him to pee and poo in. What the fuck? What the fuck? And the window leading to the outside was all boarded up from the outside. So literally, it was a way to trap Angel in the house. Uh, that's scary. That's super scary. And I believe it's pronounced abuse. Yes, indeed. Yes, child abuse. Yeah. So caseworkers get involved, obviously, and they talk to Angel. Also, fucking brave of her to call the police if you're keeping your kid like that. I know, right? So this is kind of like... You don't think they're going to talk to him when they bring him back? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. Like, did she think it was normal? Yeah. Because they speak to Angel, and he explains that Denise was very verbally and physically abusive to him. When questioned about it... Denise said that she kept his room that way because he was always running away and getting into trouble. And so she was trying to keep him safe, Mm -hmm. like trying to lock him in. She says that she would sleep on the floor outside of his bedroom so that he couldn't sneak out every night. Mm -hmm. I thought the deadbolt would do that. Yeah, I guess. Well, maybe she used to do that and then got the deadbolt because she's like, man, I'm tired of sleeping on the floor. Mm -hmm. It sounds like she didn't know how to handle Angel. What about the air mattress, though? Or what about the toilet? Yeah, like you can buy him a mattress. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what her excuse was for the air mattress. And then the bucket. 
She was like, well, that was just in case, like, he didn't make it to the bathroom in time. Like, what do you mean? Because you didn't unlock the fucking door? Yeah, just in case he can't leave his prison cell? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. So she was immediately arrested for child abuse and sent to jail. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The whole time this was going on, Carlos always stood by his mother, claiming that Angel was the troubled kid who actually abused them and would, like, hit his mom and that she was trying to protect him. Mm. Yeah, and that Denise was actually a really great mother. So, like, Angel's spinning this story to make mom look bad. Like, you need to look at Angel more. Yeah. How is Carlos's room kept? I don't know, but I'm assuming not that bad because it didn't get addressed in the articles. Yeah. Carlos even attempts to help his mom make bail. Like, that's how much behind his mom he is. Jeez. And Angel and Carlos eventually both become a ward of the state, and they're placed in foster homes. And I think they're separated. I'm not really sure. Well, at that point, I mean, you're kind of against each other anyway, so. Yeah, right? Like, maybe not a good idea to share the same home. Yeah. Evidently, while in foster care, Angel continued to cause issues, even with his, like, foster parents. Yeah. Yeah. And Denise's defense attorney was able to use her journals. I guess she was, like, an avid journalist. And she would keep a day-by-day record of, like, the abuse that Angel did to her or what what he had done that day or whatever. Hmm. And so her defense attorney was able to use that as evidence. And luckily for her, this got her all of her charges dropped. What? Yeah. They were like, there's no way that she fucking was lying in her journal. I don't know why they would. Gone Girl did it. I know. Like, I don't really understand how they proved this other than maybe that Angel also was still misbehaving. So they're like, you know what? Chances are. plausible. Yeah. Like, she's not a great mother. She shouldn't have done that. But also. This could have been a last ditch effort. Yeah. Yeah. I still don't know how I feel about it all. But that's where we're at in the story. Okay. Yeah. That's great. She gets out, whatever. All of her charges are dropped, and she goes home. Mm -hmm. But the problem was that she was a teacher, like I said at the very beginning. So she's dealing with children all the time. Exactly. And all of these allegations of abuse traveled around the neighborhood quickly, and her work told her basically, like, you can't come back. Yeah, you need to resign. Yes, exactly. So about five months after this, she ends up getting Carlos back in her custody, but Angel still lives in foster care. She's like... But I don't want that one back. I want Carlos back. Yeah, listen, we're done here. Yeah, Yeah. like, you got me in a lot of trouble. You got me in a lot of trouble. Right? Bitch. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I mean, okay, but he was still a kid. Yeah. Maybe she didn't say that. That's what I said. But yeah, 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 yeah. Like, mm, maybe you shouldn't even have Carlos. I don't know. Yeah. Sounds like maybe this isn't a healthy household. I don't know. I'm just guessing. But you're Speculating. Yeah. But you know about the air mattress? I had an air mattress for a while. But I wonder if all like everybody else had an air mattress in the house too, because it wasn't like I only had the air mattress. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was I like remember, we moved. I remember going to a friend's house and she had an air mattress, but I think it was because they had just moved into that house or something. Like, yeah, her dad also had like a bed frame built, or he was gonna he was building a bed or something. So they had the bed frame, and then the air mattress was just inside the bed frame. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. Like this is where the bed will go. Yeah, eventually you but sleep here. It was essentially just like a guinea pig corral. <laughs> oh, I like it. it. I would like. sleep in that. It feels so cozy. It was pretty cozy. Yeah. <laughs> I bet. Yeah. It wasn't bad. So Angel lives in foster care and Carlos and Denise, they said that they lived in fear that Angel might harm them. Like he's going to come, come looking back. for him? Mm-hmm. Because he knows where they live. Yeah. Life goes on like this for four years. And it's just Denise and Carlos living together and they're afraid of Angel. Mm-hmm. This is the time that Carlos starts to heavily get involved with drugs and he starts to act out and do bad things. Okay. Now, I guess there was always a lot of cars pulling in and out of the driveway because he was basically selling drugs. <laughs> mm. So, you know, maybe not the cleanest of all characters. 
Yeah. Now it's January of 2019, and Carlos ends up getting expelled from his high school, and he was able to keep it a secret from Denise until May. Like, he was just pretending to go to school. <laughs> That's a long time. That's a long time. I'm pretty sure, like, May is the year you graduate, right? June. <laughs> May, June. Yeah. yeah. So he's probably had like, mm, listen, I got to tell you something. He's like, hey, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Oopsie. You don't have to buy that dress for my graduation. <laughs> yeah. Like I didn't make it because <laughs> I'm not gonna. I can't go to prom. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So when Denise finds out, she was super upset because like I said, he used to be such a good student and everything. Yeah. And she was a teacher. Yeah. And now he's just kind of fucking jacking shit up. And she's like, this isn't what I wanted. Yeah. So around this the same time. wasn't according to plan. Yeah, exactly. Now, around the same time, weird things start to happen around the neighborhood. So one neighbor reports that her cat was cut in half. Nope. Mm -mm, Don't like that. Yeah. And left on her lawn. What the fuck? But that there was no blood. Like the cat was drained of blood. What the fuck? Yeah. Fucking weird. Also, another instance, she had chickens and one of the chickens was left. Same neighbor? Yeah. Same neighbor had chickens and one of the chickens was left on her front porch where it lay totally fucking mutilated and it had the claw of a hammer sticking out of its body what the fuck yeah and in retrospect she's like i don't know why i didn't call the cops like these are all creepy things but she was just like what the fuck man like somebody's fucking around with my animals that's terrifying i would be like that's a sign let's change some locks (laughs) yeah i'm scared let's get some security cameras yeah oh my god at least right okay it's 2019 it's 2019 we got some concerns, girl. Bitch, you could get a ring. <laughs> like, I don't know. But even because you can listen to her being interviewed and she's like, I don't know why I did. Like, in like, I'm so mad at myself that I didn't get the cops involved sooner because that is weird. Yeah. All right. So. Some escalation. Mm-hmm. Now it's July 13th, 2019. Okay. Carlos and Denise, they go to a family friend's funeral. And when they get home, they both lay down to take a nap. Okay. Eventually, Carlos is woken up by the family dogs, and when he, like, goes into his mother's room, he finds her laying in the bed on her side, gasping for air, covered in blood, with an axe protruding from her head. What? Yeah, that's a way to wake up, huh? Carlos runs outside, and he makes a frantic 911 call, Uh and when the paramedics arrive, they find Denise laying on her bed, and the axe is buried, like, three-fourths of the way into her head. Do you know how far that is? That's like the whole fucking axe is in her head. Three-fourths of it. (laughs) Three-fourths of her head. Three-fourths of the way into her head. So like three-fourths of the axe is in her head. Yeah. That's that's a critical hit if I ever heard one. That is a, oh my. Just playing off of the last episode's title. Oh my God. So they attempt to do CPR on her. Okay. What? I mean, I'm going to let you finish. Okay. I'm going to let you finish, but I'm real suspicious of Carlos here. Yeah. Are you? I am. (laughs) So they attempt to do CPR on her, but, like, the axe kept preventing them from laying her on her back. So, like, none of the compressions were, like, actually effective. And so she ends up dying. Oh, my God. How horrifying is that? I know. So they perform an autopsy, but it's determined that the axe is the reason for death. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there was nothing else. Shocking. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But definitely suspicious. So I'm sure that's why they perform the autopsy. Like, let's just make sure. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Because we're dealing with a definite homicide here. Yeah. So as they start to process the crime scene, they notice that there's no real signs of forced entry. So it Mm. must have been someone the family knew or somebody who had access to the home. Hmm. Police start to talk to Carlos and they ask him if they know of anybody who would want to harm her. Mm -hmm. 
And he explains that his younger brother, Angel, who hadn't been home in four years and had a rough relationship with Denise, is somebody who could potentially harm her. Like, he has a history of this. For sure, go check out Angel. If anybody... A history of axing people? Of violence. Mm. Like, because remember, he's saying Angel was the one physically abusing her, not Denise. Yeah, yeah. And Angel has the troubled past and everything, so you need to go check him out. But he's an angel. Yeah, maybe. Police obviously look at Angel as their main suspect, and they start to check into his backgrounds and everything. But they find out that he was actually incarcerated at the time of Denise's murder Hmm. for some theft. Hmm. So he couldn't have been the killer. Yeah. So they set their focus back on Carlos because he's the only other one that was in the home, right? Yeah. In the recent months, Carlos and Denise's relationship had started to become strained. This is what they learned. He wasn't going to school. Yeah. Yeah. He was no longer acting as her perfect little son. He was dealing and stealing drugs, dealing and selling. I don't know if he was stealing, but, you know, doing drugs, getting into trouble. He got kicked out of school. So she had been pretty upset with him. Yeah. Also, Carlos legit was the only other person in the home. So obviously, right? Yeah. Suspect number one. Yeah. His alibi is that he slept through the murder. Uh, and axing. Yeah. And then didn't notice when someone ran out of the house, potentially, I yeah, guess, yeah. and locked like everything back up. Dogs woke him up? Okay. Yeah. Like, wouldn't you have woken up when the dogs barked when somebody came in? I have some questions. Or when someone was like, no, don't. Stop. Axe. Ah. Yeah. Oh, God. Can you imagine just sleeping and getting axed? No, that sounds terrible. Oh, that would suck. I can't even handle getting kicked by my kid, and I wake up so pissed. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be so mad. Yeah. Is that an axe? That's not even an ex. No. I feel so bad for her. Now, police also discover that around the same time, Carlos had wrecked a pickup truck in a suicide attempt. Oh. So things were not good for Carlos. Yeah. And in May of 2019, the same time, so it's two months prior to Denise's murder and the same time that she finds out that he's not going to graduate, she kicks Carlos out of the house Mm -hmm. and he was forced to stay with some family friends. Mm Mm-hmm. It was then that the family friends learned how horrible Denise was treating Carlos. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah, because, of course, he wasn't any angel himself, but she was pretty intense and verbally abusive, according to Carlos. According to Carlos and her friends, or, like, the people who took, the family friends who took Carlos in, Mm -hmm. they witnessed and recorded her talking to him, and she was just asking really weird things. She was demanding Carlos to pay for the truck that he wrecked in his suicide attempt. Mm -hmm. And the family friend was like, dude, he tried to kill himself. Like, maybe give him a little grace. You have a little bit of bigger problems. Yeah. And, like, he doesn't have a job. So, like, where do you expect him to get this money from? You're just making him want to kill himself more. Yeah. He's 16. Like, have a little bit. But I also understand in the mom's role being like, get your fucking shit together. If you're going to survive in this world, you need to learn your shit. But, like, you got to have some more grace for, like, a suicide attempt. Yeah. Yeah. If you try to kill yourself, you're not going to be like, well, now guess what? More shit piled on. Yeah. Or at least you shouldn't. Wait a few months, you know? Yeah. And everything was about money. With her. Like, you owe me this. You owe me for the phone bill. And her friend's like, he's a child. Yeah. You know, like, come on, man. Yeah. Carlos had told them everything. And then she, Denise, had showed up and basically proved to the family friends, like, what Carlos was saying. Yeah. However you want to take that. Carlos was also being a little shit, for the record. Yeah, he got expelled and he was doing drugs and all this kind of stuff. But also... Sounds toxic. I get that he's a child. But... So, like, his cognitive fucking decision-making and shit is not necessarily up to par. But you can't ask somebody. No, no, you can't. 
After Carlos's suicide attempt, he was actually diagnosed with bipolar disorder and he was given medicine Hmm. and his life really started to turn around. Good. This was actually during the time that he was living with the family friends that everything started to look better. Like when he wasn't with Denise, he was doing well. Yeah. Eventually it got to the point where Carlos was considering moving back in with his mom and he faced her with like an ultimatum. Like I will move in if you sign this contract of all of these things that you will do and not do. And on that list of demands was I need a reliable car, reliable housing and basic living expenses. And he demanded that this note be notarized. Hmm. Like this contract, literally a contract to come live with you. And Denise did it. She was like, yes. It's kind of sad that like your 16-year-old is like, I don't trust you to be a parent. Yeah. 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 But also I'd be like, fuck off. Like Like as a parent? parent? Yeah. 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 Sign that shit. But she did. It sounds pretty fucked up both ways. Like she's teaching him this kind of toxic behavior too. The whole thing is just crazy. Yeah. On June 12th of 2019, he moves back in with his mother, and he also stopped taking his meds. Mm. Mm-hmm. Not supposed to do that. Nope. And then the neighbors claim that they often heard him and Denise having very loud arguments. So it was definitely toxic for both of them to live in that house together. Yeah. Denise started to worry that Carlos was going to hurt her, and she asked one of her friends to make sure to take care of her dogs if anything happened. So red flag. Yeah. And she started to show up with, like, scrapes and bruises on her body. And friends would ask her, like, did Carlos hit you or something? And she would always deny it. So now he's turning into a man, you know? Yeah, yeah. And now he's starting to, like, attack back on his, quote, abuser is what I'm assuming. Yeah. She even showed up with a broken wrist and a concussion one time. And friends were like, what the fuck? Like, this is going too far. For sure that was Carlos. And she still continued to deny it and everything and would not admit that he was beating her up. Uh-huh. That's pretty fucked up. Yeah, that's so sad. But then you got to think, is she fighting back? Like, is he doing that out of protection? I don't know. Not to say, like, the not to victim blame or anything here, but, like, it just sounds... Yeah. I've said it, like, eight times. It sounds like a bad situation. Bad combination. Like, maybe don't hang out together. Yeah, like, it sounds like he should have never moved back in. Mm -hmm. And if she's afraid or something, then she should go fucking break one of the rules. That was notarized and be like, sorry, broke the contract. You got to go. Yeah. Or like go get him institutionalized or something. You or know? get like, him back on his meds. Yeah. Yeah. And then get yourself therapy so that exactly. you know how to deal with it. Like, Yeah. So sad. So after Denise's murder, her close friend and neighbor ended up taking in Carlos. And basically everyone was worried that Carlos had actually murdered his mother, but they mm-hmm. didn't know for sure. Yeah. She, I would be wary to yes, be that close friend. Yes. I think that first he went to his girlfriend's house and the girlfriend's parents were like, nah, man, like for sure you did that shit. You're not getting anywhere near my daughter. In fact, you guys are no longer dating. Yeah. Yeah. That's understandable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like good on them. And yeah. then this friend, obviously, it'd be like if your son did something and I had to take him in or like suspected of something and I'd still like, I love him. Come here. But she, Like we're cool though, right? <laughs> yeah. But she was so scared. She she slept with wasp spray by her bed because she was that spray? afraid. Wasps nests. Wasp spray by her bed. Yeah, yeah. you you don't want to pick up something a little stronger. Oh, that shit is good. It's the murderer like bear spray. Yeah, bear or like yeah, wasp spray a would taser. work. Taser. I don't know. Pepper spray. Maybe Fucking, that's all she had. You can go to the store. Yeah, but maybe it was like on a whim. They just showed up and she's like, "All right, but I'm sleeping with a wasp spray by my bed." That's some shit your aunt would have done. Like, don't worry, though. I got this. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> some shit I would do. Lysol. I'll get him right in the eyes. Oh, well, yeah, exactly. I'll burn for a solid two seconds, and I'll make my great escape. <laughs> don't worry. I have this. Okay. <laughs> okay. Do you want anything else? I'll disinfect your ass so quickly. <laughs> Fuck those eyes. 
<laughs> also, people noticed that Carlos didn't seem to have much remorse for the death of his mother, and he was interested more in what he was going to inherit when he turned 18. So he would, like, tell all his friends, like, my mom's got some land and, like, fucking somewhere in the Carolinas, one of those Carolinas, mm. something like that. And he can't wait to get that land, and that's where he's going to go live. And the story of the night of his mom's murder kept changing when mm -hmm. he would talk to his friends about it. At first, he tells his friends that the only evidence police found was a rubber glove at the scene. And he went into, like, great detail about this glove, saying that alcohol was used to wash away the fingerprints or the evidence inside of the glove. And that the glove wasn't even his glove size. And the friend's like, cool, that's a lot of detail. Like, what the fuck? Why would yeah. you say that? Like, that's kind of weird. It wasn't anyway, even man, my size. Anyway, man, can I bum a smoke? <laughs> like, yeah. And then he's like, oh, yeah, they found footprints in her room, but they weren't his footprints. Like, oh, they found footprints, but they're not my footprints. He kept, like, piling on more things that they're going to find or that they would find, but mm -hmm. then would be like, but it's not mine. It's not mine. Another suspicious piece of evidence was when he was asked about security cameras on the property. Carlos had mentioned there was only one security camera and that it hadn't worked in a while. Mm -hmm. But when police went to go check on it, they saw all these plugs laying around for like three other cameras around the same area. And you could literally see dust spots on the shelf of where those cameras had been sitting. And there were three other ones that were missing. Oh. Yeah. So they're like, what the fuck, man? That's suspicious. Yeah. How convenient that only one is left. Yeah. The one that doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Also, my God, that's a lot of cameras for one area. Yeah. Just right. for the record. Like, spread them out. Yeah. Maybe it is. Maybe they're Maybe all pointed they in different directions. Yeah. 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 They go to Denise's cell phone records, and they're going to check out that data to see, like, what else they can find about that night. Mm-hmm. And they find that the last ping on her phone hits outside of the house by the lake that they lived at, and... The last signal right before it goes dead is just like a bunch of different signals. Like the the phone was in the water. People looked at that and they were like, well, ah, that's what happens when your phone goes in the water. Oh. So they send a dive team out to the lake to go look for her phone. Yeah. Like how the fuck did her phone end up out here? That's suspicious. Yeah. They do so and they uncover Denise's cell phone as well as the three security cameras in the lake. And they weren't even in deep water. They were like literally on the shore of the lake. Like somebody just chucked them. And what? didn't even chuck them that far. And they were all together. Oh, my God. They weren't really able to uncover any real solid photographic evidence from uh -huh. the water damage to the cameras. But they were able to get a timeline based off of her phone activity. Records show that at 3.12 p.m., her phone was plugged into the charger and then unplugged at 3.45. Then at 6.18, her phone activity went berserk, and that's when it was thrown into the lake. So... This lines up to his 911 call, and they check out Carlos's phone data because he had called around 6-ish, whatever. So they check his phone data, and they find that he was actively using his phone the entire time after they had gone to the funeral. Now, I don't know if that means, like, he was on social media or if he had just been listening to music or what, but that his phone was never idle. So he did not actually take a nap. Mm-hmm. His, he wasn't asleep. He was not asleep. And his phone actually captured every step that he took and the location that he was during her murder. Oh, my God. And his phone pings him right by the lake when her phone was thrown in the water at the same time that he called 911. <gasps> so when he was frantic on 911, he was standing by the lake chucking the evidence in the water. Oh, my God. He had just done the murdering. <gasps> right? 
And he's acting all surprised, right? Okay, so the police are like, hey, man, what the fuck's up with all this? Like, it looks like you did it. And he's like, nope, that's fucking shocking. Definitely wasn't me. He denies everything. Yeah. Remember that glove you guys found? Yeah. (sighs) Wasn't even my size. Yeah. You know? If the glove don't fit, you must have quit. That's what I heard before once. (laughs) That's what I always say. Uh Uh-huh. When they confront him with the digital evidence proving that his phone was at the lake during the time that he called 911, Mm -hmm. he started to change his story a little bit. He's like, oh, wait, that lake? Oh, yeah. Sometimes I walk by that lake when I need to calm down. Yeah, like after uh, I see my mom with an axe in her head. Mm -hmm. He says that he had thrown the videos or whatever, the video camera and his mom's cell phone in the lake because he was afraid and freaked out after her death. Like, I wasn't acting normal. Afraid of what? Yeah, exactly. But police were like, bullshit. Yeah. And eventually Carlos starts to talk. Yeah. He says that he and his mom had a rocky relationship recently, obviously, Mm -hmm. and that Denise had recently found out that Carlos wanted to go to a trade school instead of a four-year college that Denise had wanted him to go to. Good for him. And she was super upset about this. And she told him she's not going to pay for his college. Mm. So they get into an argument, and Carlos goes outside because he's pissed, right? Yeah. So he steps outside. And walk it off. I guess whenever he was mad, he would go chop wood. So he takes the axe, he's sharpening the axe, and he starts chopping the wood. As he's chopping the wood, he says he gets thirsty, and he goes inside to get a glass of water. And while inside, his rage just takes over him, and he takes the axe, and he runs into his mom's room, and then he says he loses all memory of what happens, and he doesn't actually remember killing her, but that he must have. Mm Mm-hmm. Police take this as a full fucking confession. Like, okay, yeah, now we know what happened to them, and they charge him with murder. Yeah. He obviously pleads not guilty and claims that ever since he had been expelled from school, Denise became strict and overbearing and all this other shit. Well. Yeah. Yeah. She's trying to keep you in line. You got expelled from school. Yeah. You can't just fucking murder somebody. His defense argued that because of his, like, extensive drug abuse at such a young age Mm -hmm. and, like, his past, whatever, you know, being adopted at the age of four and all of that stuff, like, you don't know if he had some traumas. Yeah, exactly. So they're saying that this impacted his brain development and so that perhaps he was not mentally aware of the crimes he was committing when he committed them. Okay. Also not being on his medicine and all this other shit. Mm -hmm. The prosecution paints a different picture where Carlos murders Denise in an attempt to inherit several properties that she owns. So it's all like, you know, I'm going to go live on my own, take my mom's shit and do my best thing. Yeah, yeah. In the fall of 2021... Carlos was sentenced to first-degree murder. He was given life in prison. I guess he wasn't eligible for death because he was a minor at the time that he committed the murder. Makes sense. And he can appeal in 25 years or some shit like that because he's a minor. Okay. he was a minor when this happened. Yeah. But that's basically it. So homie just tripped and murdered his mom with an ex. Jesus. Tried to blame it on his adopted brother. Because Who's, like, living his best life with someone else now. Robin shit. Maybe. I guess yeah. he's, yeah, he's Robin yeah. shit. Still he's, doing bad things, but not that bad. He's incarcerated. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah. You're right. <sighs> but it makes me feel bad because not to victim blame here, but, like, you know, Denise, sounds like maybe not the best mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's hard. Being a mom is hard as fuck. Being a mom is N- hard. Nobody deserves to get axed. Literally. Well, we can't say Nobody. But also... That's an interesting turn-off that I did not expect you to take. (laughs) can't say nobody deserves to get axed. I mean, there's that. But this circumstance, this particular thing... Pretty intense. That's a little intense. Like, you fucked up. You you got yourself expelled from school. How do you feel about Angel's living conditions? 
that makes me really sad. And it makes yeah. me think that she may or may not have been an abuser herself. Yes. yes. And that's just kind of a bad combination. It's a bad combination. I guess also she would say, and her friends like attest to this, she would say to Carlos, like, you're lucky I adopted you. You'd still be waiting in line with everybody else to get here to, like, get it, like, come into the U.S. or something. I don't know. Like, trying to belittle him. Ew. I know. That breaks my heart for that the That breaks kid. my heart for the child. Yeah. Like, honestly. He's a, he's a kid. Maybe prison is a little bit better for him right now. Like, some sort of stability. Yeah, and you don't have to pay for school. So. Yeah. He can get, go. like, his degree and stuff. Yeah, or he can, can go to that trade school. Yeah. That fucking sucks, man. Oh, man. That's a really shitty situation all the way around. Yeah, but also he was like, I just fucking blacked out like I don't remember it. Mm. So that makes me wonder, like, you know, d- did he have some sort of mental issue? And well, it's not did, taken care of? Yeah, obviously he had bi- bipolar. Yeah. That's so sad. Yeah. Anyway, that's my story. So. Mm, isn't that lovely? Yeah. So if you want to check out pictures pertaining to this case, go to isgdpodcast.com. And while you're there, please join our Patreon. Come support your favorite podcast. For as little as a dollar, you get one extra episode every month. And if you want to come hang out with us on social media, we're on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. Our handle is at isgdpodcast. You can email us at isgdpodcast at gmail.com or snail mail us at PO Box 2764, Spring Valley, California, 91979. By the way, I think there's something in the P.O. Box, but we're not going to get it till you come back from your cruise. Oh, do you want the key? I'm probably not. Oh, I'll be down there. Once. Nah, it's okay. You keep it. All right. We'll just do it next. Because we're not recording again until you get back. Yeah. So we'll do that on that one. Okay, that works. Yay! Yay. So thank you, everybody, who's sending shit. Yay. I'm so excited. And with that... Oh, wait, should we talk about it being our, like, anniversary? Oh, yeah. Hey, guys, it's been four years. Yeah, we should have done that on the last one that's coming out today. But, like, yeah. here you go. Four fucking years. Four goddamn years. Thanks to everyone for hanging out with us yeah. for that long. Yeah. Thanks, guys. We, we appreciate you. you guys so fucking much. Thanks for coming on this journey with us. Yeah. Here's to four more years. Cheers. Four more years. Boop, boop, boop. Bye, guys. Bye.